Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? It's fine. <laughs> going okay. Okay. Thought I had a fly in my hair, but I don't think I did. It was a phantom. Phantom fly? Phantom insect in my hair, but it did not exist. Oh, well, I'm happy for you. Just a flock of, just lock of hair out of place, I guess. <laughs> the cocktail of the week is by our friend Derek Brown, uh, proprietor of the Columbia Room in D.C., one of the, actually, the best cocktail bar in the country. He's kind of a big deal in the drink circuit. He's a big deal, and he's also my pal. Uh, his ideas improve on Twitter, and uh, yeah, he's great. And so anyway, he came up with this cocktail that he posted today called the 46th Inauguration Cocktail. He makes an inauguration cocktail for every inauguration, so this is, uh, he actually made a non-alcoholic version of it. So it uses non-alcoholic versions of all these alcohols. I made it full strength, full octane. Uh, bourbon, triple sec, a scoop of vanilla ice cream, and then you top it with champagne. And I keep forgetting that triple sec is Cointreau. Orange stuff. No. Yeah. Orangey liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. We use some old Forrester bourbon. It's like a bourbon whiskey. float. Yeah, it is. It's exactly what it is. I find it hard to manage the ice cream and the drink and try to find the right mix. I did bring a spoon. It's complicated. The spoon helped. Yeah. But then it's more like a dessert than a drink. <laughs> I had to spoon it, <laughs> which is different than drinking it. Indeed. So, you know, seems like a lot of work. Well, I'm happy to handle the ice cream for you. You want to just ah, have me scoop where, that out? I'll I see where this is going. Yeah, no? Maybe I'll, I'll try it a little bit more, okay. a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, all right. You got anything before we jump into the dog updates? Do I have anything? We're going to ignore current events because it's too much and it's a pain in the ass and everyone else is talking about it anyway. Yep. As, as usual, but even more so today. Yeah. We're aware. We're drinking right now. Yeah. Uh, I I will add before we jump into dog events. Happy second birthday, dear dad. Yes, it was supposed to be my birthday yesterday, and for reasons that everyone knows about who read the news, it got all like sucky. Yeah. Um, today we haven't frankly made much of today as your second attempt at a birthday either. I still got to find something around the house to wrap for you. <laughs> is that what it is? Present. I thought you were actually getting. Like one was en route and had been delayed. No. A present had been delayed. No, man. You're just going to wrap up an apple and be like, hey, I gave I'll, you a gift. I'll figure something out. I still got time. <laughs> Two apples. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. You've been with me all day. Like even when we went out to pick up medicines and stuff, you, you came You were on with. the porch all day with six, six, five to six dogs. I know, but I couldn't like go get you something. I mean, I could wrap up Vink. You could. That would be great. Do you <laughs> enough paper? <laughs> Don't. Takes a lot less paper now than it used to, but but still. Anyway. Oh my God! You wrap up Vink for me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I like Vink. Hey, that's where we may end up by the end of the day. Just put a bow on her head. Anyway, I'm sorry that an attempt, a coup attempt, ruined your birthday. Yeah. That's a bunch of bullshit. Do we still have to go to work after the coup attempt? I did email all my students, and I was like, you don't have to turn in anything until next week. Crazy. 
It's, it's like a snow day. It's like a coup day. It's fine. One, one student, so I said, I'm teaching a bunch of winter classes, which are, it's three weeks and you do a full semester in three weeks. So they're very intense. And I'm like, it's like one week a day. It is. I'm like, I can't give you more absolute time. So don't fall too far behind. But you know, if there's stuff due and you don't, it's fine. Turn it in next week. And one student responded and said, what's going on? Question mark. And I was like, someone has not been on social media or any news sites today. I see. Well, in hindsight, he might've been joking or she might've been Joking. No, I don't think so. Then it's that that person should be made to watch a little bit of TV. Anyway, uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Dog updates. Uh, Thanks for the people who sent cards and greetings and, and well wishes, by the way. I oh, did you get a lot I of them yesterday? I don't know if I liked them all or responded oh. to them all, but I appreciate oh, them all. You Thank didn't you. like them on Twitter, not as opposed to. Oh, I love them all. Yeah. Yes, but I didn't. <laughs> push the little heart button on Twitter yeah. for all of them. Okay. Um, yeah, so dog updates. Um, so Voodoo, so I think when we were talking last time, we talked... Voodoo's talk- hilarious. <sighs> Voodoo's a m- mischievous, He's mischievous a menace. menace. Uh, so I think we did our last podcast, like on New Year's Eve, or the day before New Year's Eve, and I was all getting ready to go run this race, uh, which fine. I... I ran about 20 miles, and then I walked some of it. You ran into the new year. It was good. Um, but the point is not that. The point is, as I was, I think we recorded, like, on the 30th. And then the 31st, <clears throat> the ra- my race started at 6 p.m., so I was going to leave at, like, 12.30 to give myself the four-hour to drive up there and check in and get all my stuff ready. So it's, like, noon. I'm getting ready to go, and Voodoo had another seizure. He had had his big cluster of seizures, like, on the 28th, which I was super worried about. So he'd had one on the 27th. The morning of the 28th, he had the big cluster. And then on the 31st, he has another seizure. He's never had them all close together like this. So I almost didn't go because I was very worried about him. But he was fine. That was the last one he had. Yeah. Um, and so I talked, I called the vet. And uh, and they like actually closed at like noon. I called him at like 1230. And I was like, what should we do, right? Like, you know, we've been doing all this stuff. What should we do? And so we agreed that we need to put him back on his full dose of phenobarbital, which we had been trying to wean him off. So now he's back on that twice a day. You can really tell. Like, he kind of stumbles around. He's not as with it. He does lurch more. He was doing... He didn't have any seizures when we had him on it once a day, except for the day he vomited up all of his medicine. But he was doing okay. He wasn't really on it that day, yeah. So... We're going to keep him on the twice a day. We had set a month. I may do it for two weeks. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, assuming that everything is fine. And then try him on once a day. We were down to every, every other day, and we'd been doing that for almost two full weeks. Um, and the vet I talked to wasn't the regular one that we've been seeing, but you know, all the notes from his case are in there. And I explained her the whole thing. And she's like, look, some dogs just have to be on the phenobarbital, you know, it's yeah. like, it's a harsh drug, but it's like, we have to have him on something like the cluster seizures that he has, like they can die from that. They can just go into like a permanent seizing state and oh, then they'll God. have a heart attack or they'll like turn blue. They'll have permanent brain damage. Like they can just straight up die while it's happening. It's really bad. Yeah. Uh, so we can't have that. Nope. Uh, and so he was 
noticeably better on the one dose of phenobarbital a day than twice in terms of his energy level and his alertness. He's mm-hmm. not like a zombie now, but he's not as with it as... With one, he was doing a lot of chomping, chomping up the guac. Yep. So uh, we want to kind of get him reset to a good point. So have him on the two doses, which was like they had done blood checks for him when he was on those. Everything looked good. So he's not you know, having any damage or anything. Uh, when he's on twice a day, but hopefully we'll get him stabilized and then switch him to once a day. And we can, we know we can't go lower than that, but hopefully can keep him on the once a day dose. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I almost, I was like, you know, getting ready to leave when he has the seizure just to make me go like, Oh my God, my poor baby woods. Yeah. Poor big baby. Uh, but he's doing fine. Other than He's very sneaky though. Oh my God. He's so quiet and like, He's like a shark. He's always moving. He's making all that noise in the background right now. Yeah, but he, but he'll like, just appear somewhere and be chomping on something. And he ate a wood box today, yeah. where where the toys are. He was start, starting to eat the box. It Forget was full toys. of toys. Yeah, well, but he was chewing on the. He box. ripped the slat off and just started chomping on it. <sighs> Big food. He's a good, good boy. He's a good boy. We weighed everyone. Yeah, he's down to 101. So that's pretty good uh brody i don't i didn't write down what he was i think he's a 91, 91 i think the I think. trend was good again he mm-hmm. hadn't quite broken back down under 90 yeah he, but he's on loady yeah the green beans are helping him a lot <laughs> man he's still whiny but he, he gets whiny yeah but nice. then you give him more green beans and he's like fine you're he kind of tricking me the green beans you're tricking me still i have started him on melatonin twice a day to see if that does anything to just kind of calm him down a little bit so hopefully that'll work is that the chewable thing nope it's what's, just a little tablet it's the chewable thing cranberry to prevent urinary tract infections look at that also works on people except he doesn't have chewable ones now if if they're the big kind of oblongy red ones yeah i'm just giving them to him as chewable though and he kind of eats them i mean that's fine <laughs> <laughs> he eats a lot of things that other dogs would be picky about i guess that's true uh so anyway that's the Voodoo and I guess the CB update. Uh, guac, Vink. Well, I'll talk about Vink in a second, but Guac, Vink, Hops, doing fine. Little Cheese is healing up great. He's like really yeah. perky now. Of and- all our seven dogs, listeners, guess who escaped the other day through the open gate of all the seven? <laughs> the Little Cheese. <laughs> little Cheese, little angelic Little Cheese was just like doop, 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 doop. You wandered out. I had him out there because we still have guys working on the house. And so I had, I kind of take two dogs out at a time. And so I took out somebody in Little Cheese and I was watching probably, probably Voods. Voods. And I turn and look, Little Cheese is out of the gate across the street. <laughs> Which he's not fast. He's just kind of consistent and quiet. Oh. Vink, you're fine. There's an open bag of scoops on the counter. Vink, Vink alerts us sometimes when there's something that smells good on the counter <laughs> by being a little whiner. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he's perky. He's affectionate. Like he, Little Cheese is really a transformed dog. He's doing so much better. Yeah, he's clearly, he. in contrast, you could tell he was in kind of distress and yeah. kind of uncomfortable the whole time because he's not that anymore. Yeah, so he still has his staples in. We're getting those out on Saturday. So a couple more days and then he'll be free of those. But he's great. And I had posted on Twitter, you know, I was like, I've got to write a thank you note to Dr. Faith, who's the vet that did this. And 
you know, a lot, a lot of people do that for their vets, and I typically haven't just because, you know, not that I'm not grateful to the vets, but they're kind of doing like, okay, like the dog hurt this thing, and they're like, we will fix the thing, and like, that's great. But this one was more unusual in that his previous vets didn't consider surgery an option. The rescue didn't consider it an option. Everyone kind of thought he was going to die. I mean, I never would have thought of doing sur this surgery. I mean, I explicitly would have rejected this surgery on a dog in his situation. 12 years old and failing. And he's got this giant tumor, right? Yeah. And it's only because she's like, we can do this. It'll be fine. And she really meant, I can do this, which is really good. <laughs> she yeah. said, I have done this a bunch of times. Yeah. It looks fine. It's going to be okay. Even, you know, we weren't expecting to lengthen his life, you know, to end up with him not having cancer. Um, but it's, you know, it's because of her confidence that we did this and then find out he doesn't have cancer at all. So now potentially we get a lot longer with him. I mean, yeah. who knows, right? A, this is such good. a good combination of being <clears throat> confident in your skills, doing it right, you know, because... She won't get in trouble if she doesn't do it, right? She, yeah. But she, but she can, I don't say get in trouble, right? But for a vet or a doctor to overpromise is hard. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, I'm going to write her a note. And I'm um, like, if anybody wants to sign on or leave her a message, like here's a little Google form to do that. So about 17. You knew it would be more than three. Uh, 1,700 people filled it oh, out. Man. I printed them out today. It was 180 pages. So I got one of those like little buy you know hardcover binder things i had to buy a ream of three hole punched paper so i could bind it together that was so smart i would have i would have bought a whole punch a single hole punch. and been like i got paper already i'm just gonna put holes in it and you're oh like oh they already do that at the factory yeah. the paper factory <laughs> uh so i have this giant book 180 pages of thank you notes from everybody it's pretty cool it's very cool i'm super excited i'm also giving her a bottle of rum yeah. It was a thank you present. So she gets bored of the thank you. She can drink a rum. She can do both at the same time. Drink rum, read oh, notes. You can drink rum with everything. So anyway, Little Cheese is doing good. Uh, St. Patrick, stable, the same. Nothing to report. He's Co fine. Yeah. Has unexplained wag sometimes, which is nice. He's just kind of like hanging out being St. Patrick. Yep. He's a trooper. Yeah. The one thing I wrote down to talk about is that I had posted up a picture of Vink and this sort of bot account responded and was like, I'm looking for a sugar baby. As long as you're loyal, like, I would love to spoil you. And I was like, to be clear, are you trying to hire Vink as a sugar baby? Is this a virtual position? We're very interested. Like, please DM us. And the guy got kind of upset. And then he deleted his tweet. I like the idea of Vink as a sugar baby. Just going to send Vink presents. Vink, or you could sell pictures of your paws to that dude. Somebody did ask for feet pictures once to our account yeah but it, like, it, I will it was not clear if he he really I'm, I'm assuming it was a he it was if he really uh wanted dog pics i think you no, did send i'm pretty him, sure he was a bot. you sent him paws though i did i i was <laughs> like i'll pay 50 dollars for pics of your beautiful feet and i sent him a pic with like i think five dogs at the time <laughs> all their feet they were like standing on a step and i was like here you go like do i get 50 dollars per pair yeah he didn't respond either disappointing I mean, yep. they never really know what they're getting into with these guys, with, with our dogs. Come on, guys. If it's a dog picture, like, maybe don't send that content. Anyway. That was or funny. pay up. Thanks. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I would definitely enroll Vink in a sugar virtual sugar baby position with that know. creepy Foot guy. Foot fetish thing is great because she's got four paws instead of just the, know, I, the human right? two. Yeah. I would charge the same. I wouldn't charge per foot. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
anyway, that's the dog updates. Everybody's fine. <laughs> Frank doesn't really even know this happened, to be honest. No, I think it's funny. We though. explain it to her, and she gives us this kind of vacant stare and pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> can, can I at least have some cheese? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's it for dog updates. That, it's nice to have an uneventful dog week, frankly. Uh, Nobody ate much. No, the normal. We have uh, the the handymen who are in here have a spread out. They have like a paper road that they've built across the carpet, which is very responsible floor, and yeah. nice. Yeah, to be like, we're just going to walk on this cardboard that we unrolled. But whenever one of the dogs gets bored, they start eating it. Especially voodoo, but also Especially guac. Guac today was just taking pieces and ripping them off. Yep. So it's. It suffered a bit. It's got some <laughs> some potholes in the in the cardboard road. I think we got less than a week, and then they'll be out of here. You are just so patient that you're you're mostly out on the porch with between five and seven dogs. Yeah. Two of whom are usually misbehaving in some way. Yep. It's, it's either whining at you for being hungry or bored, or beating the crap out of each other because it's guac and boots. These are all true facts. Knocking stuff over. Yep. Wow. Uh, rubbing on you with their wet butt <laughs> from swimming. Yep. I your your patience is saint like. I I've got a Catholic place. saint like. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh. So you got a German word of the week? Um, I don't know if I've done this one before, but the but in German the birth control pill is called the pill, also die Pille. Mm-hmm. But the way I learned it described, actually, it was called the anti-baby pill. Yeah, that's definitely what it's called. The anti-baby pill, which is very descriptive, actually. Anti-baby pill. Anti-baby pill. Yeah. So. I'm checking to see if it's in the German word of the week. Anti-baby pill. Uh, no. On the wiki? No. On our wiki? It's not. We did. Shout out. We have a wiki for this podcast. If anyone wants to catch up on the word, the German word or the cocktails or... I think other crazy stuff, it's on the wiki. Everything's on the wiki. It's great. Uh, yeah, you haven't done empty baby pillow before. Well, so there you go. That's now it. Now it'll be That's in there next. Word. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Catch of the Keys? Taste, Taste of the Keys. I thought I would do my little diving adventure. Do it. Another this is a great... Anything first person is better. And if you don't get arrested for drugs doing it, it's even the best. Yeah. So... Uh, we live on an island, obviously, and we have talked many times that there's like the boulevard that goes from Route 1 to the old overseas highway, um, and there's houses on about half of that, including ours, like all the little streets that come off, and then it goes through Wilderness Preserve for about a mile and a half, and then it dead ends onto the old State Route 4A, which was the former overseas highway. And if you turn left, you go into a part that's blocked off from traffic, and we go there sometimes. And if you go right, there's like two and a half miles of road with a few houses, but it's mostly through the woods. A few houses on big land by the by the Atlantic. Yep. Uh, and you can't really see into any of them. So it's just a, I mean, there's a handful of houses down there. Who knows what's going to happen to them because that road sometimes floods in the king tides and the county's like, well, we don't know if we're going to be able to raise it you know in the next 20 years and so then worth it for you eight houses yeah and then the people are like we know nobody's sympathetic to us because we've got really expensive houses but it sort of sucks that we won't be able to drive to them (laughs) the county's like get a boat you go to the end of that road and then there it's blocked off to traffic and then 
for another three and a half miles is where the road used to be. Yeah. And so it was abandoned in, I think, 1945. I don't know if, like, the the overseas highway shifted to a different position in 1945. I don't know if they closed that stretch of road then. I think the bridge probably went out. It had a wooden bridge to another key that's gone. Yeah. Anyway, the road has not been a road. No, no work has been done on it since the 40s. And so there's not much road left for, for a for a path in the woods it's pretty fancy and it has, still has some asphalt patches I, I for a road it's terrible I, i'd say distinct it's not fancy distinct it, it still is defined defined path in the woods right yes. it's wider than one you know two feet one yes. foot in front of the other which is pretty good after f- from, from 1945 right but the road is gone Yes, there's, I mean, occasionally there's like a little crumbled old asphalt on the side, uh, but that's about it. It's it's basically just a, a trail, and trail. here... That's the word I was thinking about. Yeah, I mean, here in the Keys, like the, the islands are coral rock, right? And so we don't have like muddy dirt trails. It, there's just like, there's sometimes some topsoil, and when that's gone, then there's like rock underneath. Yeah. It's either and so, rock or gravelly, sandy coral stuff gravelly yeah Yeah. so that's what this is um yeah with occasional patches where you can sort of see there once was a road there and so that goes for three and a half miles until it just the key the islands end and it's not not even dramatic we we were hoping to find like pillars of a bridge or some ramp that leads into nowhere because that happens too but there's nothing no there's just just a bunch of mangroves around the end you can kind of peek around them but there's not like great you're not looking at some great views just looking over at the Uh, next key there's not even a good picnic spot or a good fishing spot it's just the freaking mangroves no and so the only way that you can like once you get to the end of the drivable part of the road then there's the three and a half miles of this road and there's no way to get to any of that except to walk the three and a half miles um I guess one could kayak over to it from someplace else, but it's a long kayak. I mean, it's a couple miles to the next key. Yeah, and kayaks are slow. Yeah. Um, We've seen people bike it. And it's barely bikeable. They don't bike it very far because then they're like, what the hell is this? This is bumpy and And (laughs) like you got to duck sometimes. You got both. You got to look down and duck at the same time. And probably if you went any speed, you'd be brushed right off. Yeah. So... Uh, there's never anybody out there. I mean, we saw the bikers once. We saw, like, on Christmas, we saw some people hiking out there. And that's about it. Yep. Um, so I, as a person who likes to walk very far, like to walk to the end of this and back, which is a seven-mile hike, a little bit longer than seven miles. So I occasionally drag GR Dad with me with medium enthusiasm from GR Dad. I go when I want to. <laughs> <laughs> And even then with some complaining. I well, that was Yes, that was more generalized complaining. It was hot. I'm wearing warm pants. It was he stupid. did wear the wrong pants It was stupid. It wasn't the path or you. <laughs> so we went out there a couple weeks before Christmas. And we walk all the way to the end. And there's one little patch uh, that that's kind of off to the side. Like normally it's just like where the road was. And then there's mangroves and trees. Uh, growing into where the road was but all the way at the end three miles in there's a sort of flatter section that sometimes is flooded you know sometimes under the tide and sometimes not and there's like a little bench there like people have clearly hung out there on occasion sometimes there's fire is there a fire pit there or just remnants of a fire there are some rocks around what would be a fire pit 
and there's wood in it, but the wood has never been burned. And so. maybe underwater, yeah. So if you go there, GR Dad noticed in the water, there's like a little part that slopes into the water, there was a car in the water. And GR Dad's like, look at that car in the water. And I was like, holy man, <laughs> there's a car in the water there. And so when we went back, I looked at it again, and I was like, that's very interesting that there's that car in the water. <laughs> you could not drive a car down this road. There are parts of this trail that are like a foot wide with, at this with point. serious trees on either side. Trees right? have you're grown not, into you, where the road was. Not, you can't brush past it. Yeah. yeah. So, so th now, it has not always been that way. Uh, but certainly now, it's not like, oh, someone was off-roading, and they drove their car down there. You couldn't get the car down there. There's no other way to get there. Uh, so this car has clearly been in there for quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, so I went back out. I, I walk this road much more often than Gear Dad. You've done it twice, I guess. Yeah, so, sounds right. Might have been three times. Uh, so I went back out there, and uh, I was like, well, now the light's really good. It looks like a Jeep, and I've got some good pictures of it. And I was like, oh, I'm so curious about this. So I started posting. I got these really good pics of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it, clear water yeah yeah and like the light was right where you could really see into the water sometimes you could just kind of see the roof in there but you could see really good pics and i like precariously balanced myself on some mangroves to like get some good angles you got these pics and i was like okay like guys check this out oh my gosh how did this get here and so i was like oh i can look in the glove box if i could just get to it like when i was taking the pictures i'm like i really want to swim out there and it's you know it's not murk it's tidal water, right? It's just the ocean, basically, in a little kind of enclosed nook. And I, I can't, you know, it's like a little chilly, and I'm also just like out. I don't have any preparation. I can't just swim in there. I'm going to go do it, though. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, what do I look for? If I go swim around, I can look in the glove box. Maybe I can look for a VIN. For what, change. Yeah, look for change in the cup holder. Whatever. Okay. So I'll, I'm posting about this on Jen Runs With Dogs, my running account. And uh, so I'm like, okay. Guys, I'm going out. Like, I posted about it, and everybody's like, ah, oh, you could do this, you could do this. I was like, I'm going now. I'm going now. So I go out there, uh, and I bring, like, my little snorkeling mask, and uh, the, ca the car is just, like, rotted to bits. I mean, a lot of the frame is rotted away. I reached in where the glove box would be, and it's just a hole. Like, it's rusted away. I also don't think you're the first one to do this, unfortunately. So there's just not really anything to it there's nothing to be found in there some people are like oh check the door frame there aren't any door frames like the roll cage is still there yeah. i mean the hood's still there right it's not nothing uh but uh, it's really it's been in there for a long time uh so i'm like okay well i want to like hopper stop making those noises i don't like it uh that you know i want to check a little bit more like i kind of reached into the center console as a little because who knows what's in there. With your bare hand. My bare hand. I didn't bring any gloves. Scuba drivers have gloves and shoes, and they they don't just poke I did stuff. have Tevas on. <sighs> I, I mean. Of all people, you should know the dangers of spiky things underwater. Well, I know. So <gasps> I went uh, the next, I was like, okay, so clearly I need some gloves. And uh, I had brought my underwater camera and took some pictures. So the next day I went to like Divers Direct, like popped in there, got some diving gloves. And I was like, Dear Dad, I got diving gloves. I got us both a pair. Let's go out there. And you're like, how about not? Gotta work. I <laughs> and I was like, I'm going then. Bye. Uh, so I went back out the next day. It was a little bit murkier. 
Um, but what, you know, I was able to kind of like reach around and do stuff the, like the center console was just full of like remnants of shells. There's these like some kind of mollusky things that are attached. It probably to the took a long time to build up to that level. Yeah. The floorboards are covered with them like inches deep. Um, there's just not much there. There was a, like half a cinder block in the cargo space, like not something that would weight a car down. It was a uh, half a cinder block. Um, I did, t there's like a round mirror on the driver's side that I ripped off and brought home and I'm going to clean up and. Yeah, I mean, but it could have been down there for 30 years. I the, mean, thing that's the thing is, right? oh, we know exactly pretty much how long it's been down there because someone was looking at Google Maps, which I had noticed. You can see it on Google Maps and they're like, oh, you know, look, here it is on Google Maps. And I was like, yeah, I can look at Google Earth. And so I was going through the Google Earth pictures. It is not there in 2010, but oh. it is there in 2013. It's so, not 30 years at all. No. Uh, so it could be, I mean, that's quite a while ago, right? It could be it got 10 years ago that the road wasn't as overgrown at that point. Um, mm. There were no big hurricanes that came through. I mean, that's actually the theory, right? That the car ended up in this weird space because there was a storm that came through and a flood and it floated was away. sort of floated over there. I mean, cars and boats and stuff ended up in all kinds of weird places. Wilma was big flood, but that was 2005. That was 2005. So who knows? There were no big storms that really came through the Keys. I mean, there were some big hurricanes. Actually, not that many big hurricanes between 2010 and 13. Um, and none of them really hit the Keys. There was one biggish one that was kind of here like as a tropical storm. And that's just not anything that's going to do that. So, you know, maybe it went into the water like in Wilma in 2005 and then got moved. Mm. But even then, probably not. Maybe it just wasn't as overgrown in 2010. Because yeah, it looks like a spot where you drive it in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like right off uh, the, the this end little, of the path kind the of thing. The end of the path, yeah. like, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it has slid right in. It looks like it has slid right into the water there. It's right up against. At the same time, it could have blown in the other way. I mean, we don't know is yeah, the answer. True. Uh, but it did appear there somewhere between 2010 and 13. But when I was looking at the satellite pictures, it also looks in some of them like there is another car slightly further out in this little kind of lagoon area. There was like something there before 2010. It could be like a rock or something. But in the 2010 picture, it absolutely looks like there's like a pickup truck further wow, out there. that would be interesting. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to convert GR Dad to come <laughs> with me on Saturday. It's really far. Oh, Saturday. Yeah, maybe. It's just, it's just really far to walk. And like even you got caught in the dark it's on the way be back. The same distance with on the Saturday. The lightning bugs lighting your way, yeah. which is actually pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So anyway, I've been like venturing out here. Uh, it's like in one hand, I was sort of disappointed that like what I really want to do is like get the VIN, like get the Carfax report, oh, figure yeah. out whose car it was. Bugsy Malone's. Yeah. Nothing, there's nothing. Um, but it's still been pretty interesting. Or find like a bunch of cocaine in the back or something. That would I, be cool. I really don't want to find cocaine, but yeah, money fine. would have been good. Yeah. Gold doubloons. Gold doubloons. Always happy for. I mean, a quarter. Bullion. I would have been happy with a quarter. <laughs> That's true. Gold Brick would have been great. Par the parking money, the, just a bunch of quarters would have made you super happy. Oh, my God. I would have been thrilled that I found, like, actual treasure. <laughs> uh, so when I go on Saturday, I'm going to bring – I've got, like, some short little flippers that I'm going to bring with me. Oh, yeah. I've just been going down in my Tevas, but I'm going to swim out a little further, I think, see if that other 
thing is actually a car, Ugh. what it is. Um, Gives me a little bit of the, the Ghiblis, I think you believe you The Ghiblis, yeah. To think of swimming around there. There could be, there are, you, you know there are big fish. There's, There's giant fish. Big giant angel fish. When I went down the first time, yeah, the, the second day I dove on it, there was a lot of current, and so the water was sort of churned up. There weren't a ton of fish. But the first day I dove on it, was it was very clear. And so there's a bunch of, like, bonefish. I mean, big, you know, fish. Like, it would be like a big, largemouth bass for the northerners. Yeah, something you'd catch. Yes, for sure. And people catch and eat bonefish down here. I mean, they're, they're popular inshore fish. So there's, you know, a variety of fish like that swimming around it, plus some, you know, tropical fish. Uh, like the little stripy ones and stuff. And then, but I, so I get into the water and I swim up to it. And in the front seat swimming around is this gray angelfish. It's like 15 inches in diameter, just massive. I've never seen, like if you saw it in like the store, it'd be like four inches around, right? Yeah. To buy it. And like, it would look impressive in a tropical fish tank. It was like a plate, dinner it, plate. Like bigger than a dinner plate. It was ginormous just yeah. swimming around looking at me it's the fi- awesome in, in finding nemo it's the one that has a scar in the aquarium like that's an angelfish oh well this one is like gray and it's got like a little bit of blue stuff and like some yellow i think behind its little fins mostly just big but i think the finding nemo one is a french angel and this is a gray oh, angel which they go. look almost the same except the french angels are kind of blue and the gray angel is gray hmm. obviously but they look really similar yeah um yeah no there's a i mean it definitely is reef like like you can still see the paint job uh but there's a lot of stuff growing on it someone advised me that one of those corals is like super toxic like oh this orange one like don't touch that because you'll be real itchy and i was like please take a screenshot of the video and circle the thing i'm not supposed to touch because i don't know what i'm doing please keep your gloves on too yeah no i i mean i had You'll brush against it. That's the bad. Oh, this is why it's giving me the ghibli. <laughs> Everything underwater wants to kill you. Well, you don't have to touch any of it. Just wants to kill you. You and eat will you. like it. You'll like swimming around. So there's no license plate on the car. I did dive down and check. Uh, yeah, that's true. No, you didn't find a VIN either. I mean, this is sort no. of we're not finding a lot of mystery solvings. No, and I mean, some people were like, look, if you can pop the hood, which I don't think is possible, I think it's probably really rusted shut, like then there's this spot on the engine block, but if there's a lot of rust, like typically you'd have to like sand that down and whatever, like it's just not a thing that's doable. I'd be worried opening the hood because it would like release the battery or something. I mean, or the just... ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the demons come out. So it's pretty cool. Uh, if you're interested in mysteries like this, uh, you can go follow. I'm just doing this on Twitter on Jen Runs With Dogs. So there's a, a running thread there. There's a thread there that is not about running. It is about me going to look at this car. It involves walking. Can't, yeah. Can't and really I, run on the trail for the same reason you can't bike on I have, it. You know what? I have found stretches of a couple miles that I can run. Mm. Uh, like a good mile and a half without tripping too bad. The end parts are better, yeah. Yeah, so there's been some... I've been doing some running on it. But with the diving, I've had a lot of stuff with me like my pack has been kind of overloaded i have a very little pack in terms of carrying gear that i run with yeah uh, and i've had like the mask and the tivas and you know like trying to fit a little towel in there for when i get out like it's it's been a little much to stably run with but, yeah yeah uh so anyway that's my like automotive mystery that i'm working on and then now there's maybe a second car <laughs> so uh, we'll see. Saturday, there will be updates for sure. I'm going whether Jaredad comes or not. Yes, that is definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. 
Uh, all right, Jared, you got anything else to add before we sign off for this week? No. Hang in there, everyone. Yeah, it's going to be okay. Yeah, although I kind of want a refund on 2021 already. I'll just lump it all with 2020. Yeah. That was still, it's all 2020. I told Jared Dad it's like in a horror movie where like they kill the bad guy and then they're like standing around talking in the last scene and the bad guy like, like, whoa, like gears back up and then they shoot him again and then he's like actually dead. And I reminded then, you that happened in Die Hard, which I, you just watched. Which I did. I watched on Christmas. Uh, it happens in like, you it's know, such a all thing. The, the original carry, the, the hand comes out of the grave. Oh, scared the, yeah, willies out of me. It worked that time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Glenn Close in that in that bunny boiling movie. She's in the bathtub <laughs> like she's drowned. Fatal attraction. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this week is sort of like that for 2020. You think God oh, 2020 ended and it's just like what? And then like you shoot it a couple times. You know done. why the, the 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 development of that is has turned into the double tap in that zombie movie. Yeah. Got a double tap to avoid the reanimation. <laughs> Anyway, we're, I'm way off. Well, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. And uh, <laughs> until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, mask up. Bye. Bye.